Okay, guys. Welcome to the Welcome to the Welcome to Between the Reps with not Brooke, but Gina and Devin. Um, Brooke cannot be with us. She is heading out of. Can we say what she's doing? I don't know. Yeah, we're not going to say what I'm she's not doing. Sure. We We're can, not going to say but... what she's doing, but it's some cool stuff. She can tell you about it when she gets back. Um, in the meantime, you just have to deal with us. Um, and and per usual, have no idea what we're going to talk about. Although, I will say, I recently watched a really interesting show. And a lot of the, like, so a lot of our listeners, and Devin, you too, probably I'm going to say this and everyone's going to be like, well, duh. But I was thinking about it and I think it's important to talk about because, well, I'm just going to, I'm just going to say what I'm trying to say. Just throw it I out watched, there. I watched the show. It's called telemarketers and it's on HBO max. And so it's, um, it's, it's one season. Have you seen it? Dev? No, no, I haven't. No, it's one season. It's three episodes. Um, it's, it kind of, it, so it follows a guy that used to work as a telemarketer. Like from the time he, I think he said he was like 14 when he started, he had to get a job or something. And he's working in this environment with, um, you know, most telemarketers, they don't care what their background is. So a lot of them are ex-cons. Really? Uh, yes. Ex-cons on parole. Cause they, it's, it's, you know, people that need a job and it's, you know, kind of a shitty job. Um, right. And they don't care what your background is. So what I was thinking, what it was interesting is when they were talking about it, it starts, I think like, you know, in the early nineties and it kind of takes you through, um, till, till, um, till right now. And so this guy decided when he was younger that he wanted to do this documentary. And so it starts out with just him kind of like filming, like in the office and all the bullshit that's going on in the office. And it's funny because one of the main things that they would do is I'm sure you've gotten a call before about supporting the, um, you know, like veterans or supporting yes. police or, support, yes. and, and I remember this back in the day in the nineties, we would get calls all the time, um, for, you know, firemen's associations and, police associations. And it was always the, what they call it? Like the fraternal, it's like a FOP fraternal officers, something. Um, and so basically they go through and show how they swindle all these people out of this money, basically. Um, sorry, I got to move this over Were uh, real quick. Yeah. Were the telemarketers actually working for those organizations or were are those organizations real or is it just all and all a scam so the organizations are real but the telemarketers are making 90 percent of the profit Ooh. whereas whereas these other organizations are only getting 10 percent or something like that so when and i and i fell I, I mean, I used to end up buying like a $25 sponsorship or $35 sponsorship. And then they always mm -hmm. send you this sticker in the mail mm -hmm. and they were talking about how people love this sticker, you know, but they basically would act as if like some of the telemarketers would act as if they were actual cops, which of course then legislate, excuse me, legislation was put through so that they could no longer say that they had to say that they were like a second party or whatever. Um, but 
they still, they still do it. Mm -hmm. They'll still say it, or they'll act as if, you know, they're really giving all the proceeds. So, but then they went even further over this like 20 year documentary. They went even further to where they weren't even giving. So like, basically they're saying, Hey, um, we want, we want you to help. This money is going to go towards the families of fallen officers. Mm -hmm. Right. So, I mean, but what they're finding is that even the 10% that's going to these FOPs or whatever they were calling them is not going to that. It's, it's basically a union. Huh? So, so in most of these cases, the, the people aren't even getting those and, and people, you know, they're, they're under the impression like, Oh, you know, like I want to support the police or I want to support the firemen. It's not doing that. None of it's doing it. It's just going into the pockets of people. <laughs> so, um, and now since, um, I think, uh, I don't know. You got to watch it. You just got to watch okay. it. But there's, um, there was then where they would, they would call them, uh, like a POC, like a political, what was it called? Political, pa- uh, POC, PAC, political something anyway if it's a political organization calling you like wanting money to go for whatever it's Mm -hmm. still going to the telemarketers but because the legislation hasn't been put through because like now you could if a telemarketer called you you could say well how much of the proceeds goes to this and they would have to they they should be answering um but if it's a political one they don't have to tell you really they don't have to tell you like what percentage or anything like that. So, and because of, you know, our, com- our country is so polarized, there's been this huge resurgence of, you know, people calling, you know, like, mm-hmm. oh, we're, you know, I'm sure you're worried about the police being defunded and da, 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 da. Well, none of this money is going to any of that. That's so crazy that it's, they can do that. <laughs> and you got to watch this show because the two main characters is this, is this one guy, this one kid that started out and then his buddy is like, was like a heroin addict who is then on methadone. He's just this, you know, this guy that used to work for a telemarketer. He's kind of like, you know, has a record, all this kind of stuff. And they're, they actually end up talking to like a congressman by the end of the whole thing. Like Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's really interesting He's a really interesting character. Um, and it just shows you that this mass fraud is going on, but nothing is being done with, done about it, except for them going maybe after the telemarketers. But they're not going after the, pol- you know, these police groups that are hiring the telemarketers because they're still getting money. So, like, say a telemarketer is getting $7 million or, you know, $7 mm-hmm. billion dollars. Mm-hmm. they're still getting a good chunk of change and they're not having to do anything. Right. You know? So were they talking to the congressman at the end to like pass some kind of legislation that this has to they're be basically more transparent? Saying, yes. Cause or... they're basically going to all these like different um, government agencies and saying like, well, what can we do? And they're like, well, until legislation is passed, our hands are tied. We can't do anything about it. Hmm. So, and they had one guy that was, you know, head of his chapter of the policeman's, it's called fraternal. I wish I would have written it down. Of course I didn't. Um, 
but there's chapters like all over the country Mm -hmm. and it's basically an officer's union. And so like the head of one of the unions, I believe it was in Texas or something was actually brought up on charges because he had been using, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars to do like trips. And, you know, there's, there's just, there's nobody is, is holding anyone accountable. Hmm. So um, it was, it was a really interesting watch. And what I was thinking is like, I, I feel like most young people would know, you know, we have like a lot of information and I, I stopped giving money to people over the phone years ago, you know, right. that, that kind of like after the nineties came out, you know, at the end and, and, you know, more stories came out and I always would just tell people like, I only donate locally. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's still this, this whole older generation that has no idea. So like there was literally like in one of them, there's like a crackhead. He's smoking crack on the street and he's, he sees like a business name of like a van. So Mm -hmm. he calls that guy, he calls the number on the van and he basically tells him like, yeah, I'm so officer so-and-so, you know, um, uh, you know, this is for the fallen, you know, um, or for the families or, you know, for whatever in this association. Um, and he convinces this guy that he's not only like a cop while he's out on the street and there's like an ambulance goes by and he goes, Oh, sorry. You know, I'm in, <laughs> I'm in the office. <laughs> like he's doing all this stuff. And he basically is, you know, and like the, the other guy on the phone is like, Oh yeah. He's like, uh, you know, my neighbor's a, a state trooper. He's like, Oh yeah, man. Like, you know, we got to support our, tr- you know, our, our police. Da, 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 da. And, and he talks this guy into, you know, a dollar a day, which is 365 bucks. Right. No problem. And he's like, yeah. Right. And we're going to, we're going to make sure to, um, recommend your business to everybody in the area. So like this guy thinks he's like in with the cops that's, cause he's got this sticker on his car. <laughs> that's wild. It's wild. People are that shitty <laughs> yes you know mm-hmm. like uh just blows my mind that there's a whole network of all of these types of people that are willing to do that yeah well, i mean it's a paycheck for i them. mean it's it's money yeah I, but it's like oh my god well, and the people that are doing it aren't i mean the people that are running these companies are making a ton of money but the people that are just working for them aren't getting tons of money no you know so, I mean, they're just getting by. So right. anyway, but anyway, it's called telemarketers. It's on HBO max. I highly recommend people watch it. And I really think it's important to tell, you know, tell your grandparents because <laughs> it just showed yeah. like one little old lady after another, you know, just like, you know, cause they want to support people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just, you know, falling prey to it. So, and I can see my grandma instantly thinking oh i'm you know i'm helping the police you know yeah yeah well i know i've i've talked to my mom about like if she gets a random text message that's like click this link do not click that link. Yes. Right. You know, it's yeah. more Amazon. often than not, it's a scam. Yep. You get like in a thing saying Amazon, somebody's hacked your Amazon, like click it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't, don't do it. Netflix. Don't do I've that. Netflix ones. Yeah. Don't do it.
my Netflix account got broken into just like last week. All of a sudden I had my profile was changed to someone named Aria and it was all kinds of kids shows. Oh, weird. Yeah. It was really weird. I had to go in and change the password and like delete that profile. And well, I thought my Netflix had been hacked. This was a couple years mm-hmm. ago. Ruby thought it was really funny to go in and change my profile picture and change <laughs> the name. And I was like, <laughs> and I didn't even say anything to her. And it was like this really gross ogre looking thing. <laughs> like, what the hell is this? <laughs> so, and she had just been in her bedroom thinking she was so funny. And so I like went in and like changed my password and like, you know, did a bunch of stuff. And so about three days later, she goes, mom, I can't get into the Netflix. I go, oh, I had to change my password. Somebody, some weird ogre looking thing popped up. And she just goes, oh my gosh, because that was me. <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> that was me, That's mom. So I was funny. like, oh my God, do you know what a pain in the ass it is to go back in and deal with all this shit? <laughs> she goes, why didn't you say anything? I'm like, I don't know, because you never deal with this stuff. Like, why would I have gone yeah. to you? Why would I have assumed? <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> oh. oh man. I finally yeah. watched um Painkiller. Oh, so good, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, this is the thing. You watch all these things and you go, oh man, our system's really oh, man. fucked up. But so I'm going to spend my time watching something else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I can really deal with this. Oh, it really is. It really is kind of crazy. That one was kind of crazy, though, how they pushed through the FDA yeah. um, approval mm-hmm. for it, even though they knew that it was bad. Yeah. I mean, it just shows you it's like, it's all, it's just all dirty, Mm -hmm. you know, but it's like, I don't know. I was just having this conversation with my oldest son. Cause you know, I think I was telling, I was talking about this already. He was like trying to figure out if he wants to have kids or not. Yeah. He's like, I don't know, mom, this world's just so fucked up. Mm. And I go, I don't know if it's more fucked up or if we just know more about it. Yeah. I mean, honestly. Yeah. Like, there's been, I mean, like, shit has been going on in the government and, you know, all this kind of like, you know, I mean, you think of like McCarthyism and you think about, you know, all these things that have happened like throughout the years. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, it's, it is fucked up. Like, but we're just more aware of it. Right. Um, we have more access to information right. and different sources of information now. Right. Right. You know? Well, then and you got to anybody... the information because you're like, well, that's what I was going to say. Anybody can get on, you know, their phone and act like they know what they're talking about. Right. Just because. Except for me. <laughs> well, <laughs> almost anybody. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. They're like, definitely don't listen to this chick. <laughs> I was really impressed with how many people in this show, like even the crackhead, how literate he was. Not that he should be illiterate, but like, I mean, (laughs) he's so drugged out of his mind. Like he's literally like at one point you see him stop and he's like shooting up and then he's just on the phone, like just smooth talking this guy. (laughs) And I'm like, I, I wouldn't be able to talk to somebody like that. Yeah. (laughs) 
it was sounds so, like he's probably had years of practice. I was so impressed with him. I was like, man, <laughs> you can really, really, you know, just get off the drugs, man. Yeah. Put that to some good use. <laughs> Put it to some use. <laughs> That was that's funny. It was really impressive. But yeah. It's uh I don't know. I'm like, I don't know what to say after that. I don't know. I mean, an articulate crackhead, how do you follow that? <laughs> <laughs> it's kinda hard. Fuck. <laughs> 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 well no and I was, i'm seriously thinking about it i was like that guy is more articulate than i am high as hell well, he probably has years and years and years of experience of bullshitting people i guess you know yeah i mean that's what i'm gonna tell myself dev okay <laughs> maybe either we should that, read more books either that or i need to go back to school <laughs> it's like jeez i know uh it's funny that you say that. So the other, the other night, uh, my, my brother-in-law has been, always been in like punk bands throughout the years and he's in a new one. It's called hot lung. No, mm. is that right. Hot lung. Hot box. Hot lung. Hot box. <laughs> Dude, that's so punk. <laughs> yeah. Hot box. <laughs> but no, it's like, no hot lung. So we went to his show the other night. It was awesome. Um, but I had a couple drinks, and so Daniel drove, and so we drove home. And I don't know why, but I got it in my head that he looked like he was paralyzed from the waist down. Daniel? Yeah, and he didn't. <laughs> he just was holding his legs at a weird angle, like on the uh-huh. couch. Like we were both sitting on the couch, and I just could not stop laughing. I was clearly. <laughs> wasted i'm not wasted because like i remember everything but i was like taking video of him and i kept telling him i was gonna poke a pin in his legs to see if he could feel them (laughs) and i was so convinced and so he took a video of me it is the most unflattering video and i sound so drunk and he even says in it he goes i'm gonna send this to you tomorrow and you're going to be so embarrassed. <laughs> and let me tell you, he did. And I was, but it was just talk about unflattering angles. I might actually just show it to you. Let's see and it. When you, I hear, see it. when you hear my voice, I'm like, and he's, he's so not having me at the time. He's like, so annoyed with me. He and I get so it. over it. He's just he's like, so... I'm going to embarrass you now. Yeah. <laughs> So over it. So okay. <laughs> I can't hear Can you not hear it? They're still alive. <laughs> oh my gosh we can't really hear it it is bad we can like, see your face 
my I'd already washed all my makeup off. It's like at this angle where it just looks like my I have this huge arm. He, I mean, it just is awful. It is absolutely awful. But talk about like needing a facelift. I'm like I'm going to. Uh huh. And it just looks like I have these gels hanging. <laughs> and I just remember thinking, oh man, it's time for Botox. I think. Dude, oh. I. I've opened the front camera on my phone before where I'm like looking down at it and I'm like, Oh no, no, I know it's, it is the abs. It's the absolute worst. It's, yeah. <laughs> I need to no, wear a turtleneck all the time. I know. <laughs> I know. Sometimes I look, I do that and I go, Oh my God. I like, I might, my head is the head of a penis. And this is like the wrinkly part underneath. It's the foreskin, the foreskin. it's so bad it's so bad oh man well i'll go with you if you want to go together get a facelift get facelift scared i'm too scared i'm i am i'm just too scared i have had other stuff though yeah but i don't know facelift just feels different to me like you're gonna, yeah. you're gonna cut and pull this. I mean, it, and believe me, like my neck for sure. Like I don't have like the standard, like, you know, like this thing, but it's just, uh-huh. I've talked about it before. It's like, I've got my dad's, like, I just, you know, like my profile is just like, my neck goes like from the end of my chin to my, <laughs> you know, to my boob line. <laughs> and so it, it would be great. It would be great to get that all lifted up but I'm just too scared you know maybe I feel like I would be one of those people that was so vain that went in and had that done I would like die in surgery and it would be like for what Gina for vanity (laughs) for vanity yeah I mean I remember when I got my boobs and especially as I get older too because I'm like oh my vitals probably aren't that good (laughs) (laughs) definitely definitely not that great and so, and cause I remember when I went in for my boobs, I was like literally telling them as they were rolling me and I'm like, please don't let me die. <laughs> cause I kept thinking the same thing. Like, oh my God, I'm going to yeah. go in and get my boobs done and die. Like what a fucking well, idiot. I think any kind of elective surgery, people yeah. have that thought. Right. I mean, Is uh, it worth I it? did, I did find a doctor that does the lower facelift and neck lift under just general, they give you basically a Valium and numb ya. Oh and my God. Under a general or under a local, under or, a local. Oh, that's yeah. what I was so thinking. They, that's what yeah, I was thinking. Just a local. Local. They don't put you to sleep. They just give you a Valium and some local anesthetic and. Oh, I don't do think it I while you're do awake. That. That's even worse. It's like a, it's like fucking that movie face off or something, but you're awake. <laughs> <laughs> just peel my face back while I'm, well, they don't do like the full facelifts with it, but like the lower facelift and neck lift, like what I want. Yeah. They do it with you awake. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I think about I things. I think about things like this, like, you know, and Brooke and I, like, we've talked about this over the years, like how much are you going to do and how weird are you going to look? Right. Like at what age do you finally get to the point? And I'm sure that there's a lot of people listening to us. If you guys are still listening, um, huh? that are younger, <laughs> that are like, I would never do that. Well, no shit. Right. I mean, no, you don't thing. do it when you're younger. Yeah, that's my thing. It's always like people in their like thirties or forties that are, you know, like I, I would have never even got, I would have never thought of getting a, like a facelift right. in my forties. 
Like there's just- Well, I'm in my forties and I want one back. Well, I know. Okay. Okay. But (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like for the most part, if you, you know, they have so many avenues now, like, you know, if, if you're able to afford it, you know, and Mm -hmm. good skincare and, you know, we know more about not being in the sun all the time and all this kind of stuff. So you can prevent a lot of that to happen, but I'll tell you what, you know, of course you're going to get to a certain point and you're like, just watching gravity take effect. Yeah. You're like, what the fuck? Like I am stuck in this older and uglier body. Like what is right? And I know it's supposed (laughs) to be all about like, you know, love yourself, blah, blah, blah. I like who I am. I just don't like the outside sometimes. Right. And that's okay. You <laughs> that's can have okay. things that you don't like and want to, you know, yeah, but, daydream about improving. But, but am I going to look the way I think I'm going to look? Because that's the problem too, is I think mm-hmm. too many people start doing too many things mm-hmm. and they just start to look like a weird version of themselves. Mm-hmm. They don't start to look like necessarily a younger version, like what, like they did when they were younger. They right. just start to look like a weird version of themselves. Right. I mean, look what like like uh like Madonna. Oh yeah. Facelift? Or I don't know what I don't know what she did. She's had a lot of fillers because her cheeks are just like over full. But I'm wondering if like and I, I she probably that- had a facelift too. She's almost fucking 80, isn't she? No. No. I think she no. No. Okay, well she can't be 80. No, she was like, because I remember when she came out, she was like in her 20s. And I think I was in high school. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't think (laughs) Sorry, Madonna fans. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? That would be. (laughs) I'm sorry, but that would be the worst thing ever if somebody was like, yeah, I mean, you know, but Gina's old. She's like 80, right? (laughs) Fucking 53. Well, and that's kind of like the other pitfall of that too, right? Like people start to assume you're older than you are. Like, that's not why I want to do this shit. (laughs) Oh my God. Oh my God. What was I... Steven was telling me about something and, and he was like, oh yeah, you know, like they were old and he goes, well, I mean, they were like in their thirties and I was like, pardon oh. me? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> Madonna's 65. Okay. Well, <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> I don't know though, man. It just all starts to blend together. She does look odd though. She does. When I... The last thing I saw her on or photo I saw her of her, she looked really strange. And I maybe she was still swollen. I don't know. Well, that's what I'm wondering, too. Because, like, it takes yeah. a while for the swelling to go down. Because I, like, know other people that have gotten, you know, like, a lower lift or eye lift or whatever. And, like, some of mm-hmm. them come out really natural looking and they and mm-hmm. they look great. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there's just some when you're just like. And, and some of them with the celebrities. Like, do you remember when Kenny Rogers... I don't know if our mm-hmm. listeners really know who Kenny Rogers is, but Kenny Rogers did all that shit to himself. And all I could think of was like, these are people that have so much money. Who did they go to? Right. Who did they go to? And did they say like, can you keep it natural or, or I just do don't that? want a wrinkle in sight. 
Yeah. Or like, gonna... let's just flick it back. <laughs> hey, you just, hey, you just, you just do what you think, what, what feels good for you. Pull like, it as no. tight as you possibly can. Yeah. No, absolutely not. Yeah. He looked, he looked strange. He had a, I think he had like a forehead lift or like an eye lift too or something. Cause his eyes well, I think really he did the changed. lids too. Oh, okay. Sometimes when they do the lids, they'll be like really open. Yeah. Um, and then they'll kind of settle. Um, I knew someone that had it done. I don't know how old she was. She was probably in her late fifties when she had it done. I think she's in her sixties now. And, um, what I thought was crazy is that, um, I guess, I guess, uh, the skin from underneath your nose, Mm -hmm. uh, like right where your lip starts Mm -hmm. as you age gets longer. Yeah. And so what her doctor did is cut the skin right here Mm -hmm. and sewed it. But when she first <laughs> out, her lip was pulled up in a really, it didn't, it didn't look right. It settled and it's, and it looks great. Right. But it was kind of like when I first saw her, I was like, Ooh, is it going to stay like that? Like, is that, is that going to drop a little bit? Right. <laughs> what is that? So yeah, it's like, it's kind of like what you're, uh, what you're willing to go through, I guess. And, um, the healing process. Mm-hmm that's it's gonna be a long one yeah no they are they are long it's not just a quick like two-week thing yeah and I don't know I'm also like as I get older I kind of go well I need to do that why do you spend money on that I don't know I don't know I don't know I daydream about it but well yeah of course like I'm gonna I don't have the money for it that I just wake up and it's done you know Oh my God. Oh my God. I must have slept really well. Have you seen they put like some of the celebrities will put like tape back on their neck to like for events and stuff to pull their face back? Yeah. Like, I need some of that shit. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, but then you just got to go home and take the tape off and be like, oh, I know. (laughs) Like, oh. Never mind. I never really understood that kind of thing. Like I had a friend, I, well, it wasn't a friend. It was a family member that used to wear, she felt like she had a really flat butt. So uh-huh. she would wear like those, like, I guess there was like underwear or like something you could wear that would like clump your butt up. A friend of mine had the, like, no, it was like banks pads. that had butt pads in yeah, them. Yeah, butt pads in it. And I'm like, but yeah, but I don't, I don't know. Like you got to go home and take it off. i mean i guess we're just like such an obsessed culture with like pictures Mm -hmm. you know uh the uh not what you actually look like in real life yeah i mean mean, everybody's kind of catfishing in a way in a way when you think about it Mm -hmm. kind of catfishing you know in a way i mean even just like even if somebody doesn't edit all their photos or do any of that social media is still just a highlight reel yeah no like it doesn't a... show your real life no of course not yeah we're just all a bunch of catfish people just a bunch of catfish <laughs> <laughs> oh, did i ever man. tell you my catfish story no oh maybe tell we it. save that for another episode you, you want me to tell it real quick yeah tell it 
Well, this was when I was newly single. So this is about 10 years ago. And online dating was just kind of taking hold. And it was um, the only site that I knew about or that was around was it was called Plenty of Fish. Do you remember Plenty of Fish? No, I've never. I've okay. never. Mm-mm. Well, turns out I live in a very small, murky pond. <laughs> <laughs> I live in a puddle. Plenty of bottom dwellers. But anyways, um, I had gotten this message from this really very attractive uh, man. Um, he was a he was a black man, um, but very attractive. And I was like, oh, hi. And so we texted back and forth. He told me that his name was Justin. Um and last name was Wright, W-R-I-G-H-T. He, we end up, you know, texting back and forth for a while and then exchanged numbers. And over the course of about three weeks, we talked several times. He told me that he was um, uh, like an environmental attorney in Colorado and sold his practice to move out here and start a winery. And that he had a ranch on the east side of town and um, was just, just had this whole story. Like, yeah. It's just hitting all the, you know, just oops, all yes, the, yes, yes, yes. yes. Um, super interested in getting to know me, wanted to know about my kids. Um, not weird information, but just like how yeah. old are they? What do they like? What kind of sports do they play? That kind of thing. So, like I said, over the course of a few weeks, we talked numerous times and he kept saying that he was traveling like he he was he told me that he made this he he was doing this startup and he was pitching it to whole foods and so he was at in san francisco at their headquarters i don't even know if their headquarters are there (laughs) um but he would send me like photos here and there but they weren't like selfies they were always kind of like third party pictures and really good pictures. Uh-huh. And I one day I was talking with a friend of mine. I was at work in the ER and I was talking to one of my good friends and she goes, "I swear he looks like an NFL player. Like this guy does not live in Paso." <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, I would have remembered. And I said, "No, no, like yeah, blah blah blah, he's this that and um so Fast forward to a weekend where we decided we were going to meet for coffee. And um, I had a going away party for a friend that Friday night. We were supposed to meet Saturday morning. I said, I'm at, you know, my friend's house, like text me in the morning and confirm. We had a place picked out and everything. He disappears. Well, yeah, because you know, he's just shitting himself. Yeah. What are are these people thinking anyway? Yeah. So... So a couple days go by. And so I was like, okay, fuck you, dude. Yeah. You know? And then he pops back up and he's like, I'm so sorry. I'm in New York. My dad passed away. I've been dealing with family stuff. Use the dead parent excuse. He's oh, used the wow. dead parent. So, of course, I'm like, oh, my God, do you need anything? I'm, so right. sorry. I'm sending him a care package. Yeah. <laughs> like, do you need me to go to your house and water your plants? <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god we're so dumb so he sends me this picture of him getting a tattoo on his forearm and he's like i'm getting some ink for my pops and i'm sitting there and i'm like i think he already had that tattoo in an old picture that he oh, sent shut up mm-hmm and so I get on the phone with my friend and kind of tell her, and she's like, let's find this guy. So we, we reverse search his phone number and come up with a woman. And then we find her on Facebook and, you know, long story short, and my friend was like Magnum PI, but long story short, he was a married, short, little fat white guy shut up uh-huh and he was using and the photos that he used so then i did a google search of one of the photos and he was using arian foster uh he's a a football player i think he was like <laughs> miami like dolphins actual- <laughs> or something <laughs> stealing his pictures off this nfl players <laughs> facebook I mean, he must just be doing it just to get have conversation because obviously, I don't know. What is the psychology of that? Like, what what is? I don't know. Like, what's the end game, buddy? Because obviously, (laughs) wow, we're never gonna meet, or if we do, I'm gonna be very disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I'm the kind of person that just shows everything in my face. Yeah. I would just be like, oh man. I'd be like, uh, <laughs> you're wrong all the way around. <laughs> well, it's like even like friends of mine that have bit that have been on dating sites and stuff, and you know, a few of them have gotten catfished, but not I mean, not quite that bad. But just people who have like doctored their photos so much mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that it's like then they meet them and it's and you know, let's be honest, it's like uh, obviously you're marketing yourself a certain way. Like most people will be like, well, look, shouldn't count and blah, blah. I mean, there has to be some kind of like physical attraction. Right. And if you're doctoring all of your shit and then meet someone and you're either, you know, uh, I don't know, doctoring it in, in whatever way. Right. You're um, 20 years older in person. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Right. I mean, obviously that's, yeah, it's false advertising. It's yeah, it's fraud. It is. It's fraud. It's fraud. We just brought this full circle. <laughs> it's like telemarketing. It is like telemarketing. <laughs> and all of a sudden, the you know articulate crackhead shows up. <laughs> well, shit. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, guys. Well, we're gonna wrap this up. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, five-star rating, five-star warning, and And we we will will talk to you next week. (laughs) Next week. Next week. (laughs) All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.